what day are you working on fourth down defense? Fourth down. Oh, it started uh, started on Monday. <laughs> she was started on the plane ride for a little bit, then I fell asleep. But <laughs> these, these guys seem to go for it quite a bit. Well, actually, I started on the plane ride, so I watched the our game on the bus. Then on the plane ride, I pulled up the Chargers, and the, like, I think it was the third play. I saw Herbert drop back and threw like a ball, like 25 yards down on the rope. I said, you know, I'll get to I'm this tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> say, say that, what do you think about them going for it on fourth so much now? Uh, you know, I'm, I'm assuming it's some strategy the head coach um, is working, and I, I mean, I like it. You know, being aggressive, defensive-minded head coach, I'm sure it has something to do with the analytics part of it. Um, and you know, some of you know each situation is different. It might be analytics, it might be a feel in the game. You know, you look at some of the stuff that happened in the Baltimore game. Baltimore was, you know, had a good lead, and maybe they felt like they needed to go ahead and take their chances there. But you know, it, it presents a challenge. You know, the one thing we got to practice: no matter what play we make on third down to get a stop. Guys got to be alert on the sidelines, stay in the white, be ready. You know, I got to make sure I'm alert, you know, because sometimes, you know, you get so used to on third down, whether it was, a, you know, again, it's again the fourth down, you're like, it's a good play, but you might be going through the series in your mind, but you got to stay alert. They might stay out there. So it's a challenge. It's, a, it's definitely a challenge. Yeah, Herbert, like, there's a lot of good quarterbacks, but how challenging and unique is it to defend a guy who really, like, there's no part of the field he can't put the ball yeah. on? So how different is that game planning for him? It's hard because you, you try to bring the awareness to the guys in terms of, you know, you get to just take, for example, they're plus 50 when they get uh, past the 50 yard line i mean he could do it from drop back he threw it do it from the um, gun in terms of from under center he could roll one way and throw it back to the other end zone i mean it's a challenge he's a big guy you know i would say size wise probably in terms of height and stuff it's like ben you know when you're dealing with ben and then in terms of arm talent i mean probably like him mahomes those guys that could just throw the ball a mile and i mean he throws it on a rope and pretty accurate so it's a challenge but you just go through it with the guys you know i know we spent a lot of time going through the plus 50 we get more into the red area and fringe tomorrow that we call it you know like say from the 40 to the 20 21 we call it the fringe but like where he's throwing those shots and stuff where they happen i mean he could get it there so it's definitely a challenge and then they got the receivers that could go up and get it i mean williams i mean this guy, I mean, I know he's on some list for whatever, but we're preparing for him to play. And, I mean, it's a challenge. It's a big receiver that goes up and gets the ball. So it's a good combination. But it's funny. I mean, again, you know, ownership, you know, people in the front office, that's been the Chargers for, what, at least the 13 years I've been in the league. You know, they always had those big receivers, Vincent Jackson, you know, all those guys in the past. They always had those big receivers. You had Phillip Rivers who had an arm. So, I mean, it's, it's giving me flashbacks to the first time I went out there to play the Chargers. I think it was, oh, man, it might have been 2010, 2010 or 11. And they just had so many weapons. They had Tolbert. They had uh, LaDainian Tomlinson as the um, back. They had Rivers. They had Gates. They had the two receivers. Then the third receiver, I think it was Amon coming. It's just it's obviously a formula they like there with the Chargers. So. Oh, yeah, well, see, that's before my time. But, you know, I've seen, I've seen you know, no offense, Dan. <laughs> you know, but, like, no offense but, to me. Yeah, or, or Kellen Winslow, because uh, I'm friends with his uh, niece, so no offense to those guys, but, you know. <laughs> when you, going back to the, the fourth down stuff, too, we know you're a defense that likes to substitute a lot yeah. and bring in different packages. Does it make you hesitant between third and fourth to know what you're putting in there? 
you have to be mindful. You have to be mindful. You have to be mindful on second down, too, because they go, you don't know when they're going to sprinkle on the tempo. I would say there's a few situations where they like it the most. Um, they get a big play first and 10 within a series, boom, tempo. Um, sometimes to keep you out of your exotics on third down, they'll go from second to third down, which is, you know, good strategy right there, you know, but you got to prepare for that. So whether it's from third to fourth down, the key is for me as the coordinator, us as coaches, is to have calls that fit the situation. So potentially you might have a longer list of calls, but really all the same calls, but like you got to do it out of different groupings. You just got to be aware of that. So, but I mean, the, the key is, and I think a lot of defensive coaches think like this, you know, example being flow last week uh, with Miami, keep pressure on them the whole game. You know, like, so that's just another way to keep pressure on them, you know. You know, normally you make a play on third down, okay, ready to get off the field, fourth down, what are they going to do? It just, it causes you to practice it. You got to deal with it, you know. So it's a good strategy. It's a good strategy. What do you think when you hear Keenan Allen might not play, mm-hmm. Mike Williams might not play? I think my luck over the last 13 years in the league, they're probably going to play. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's what I think. So you, we prepare for, you know, all the scenarios. Obviously, we'll have to be ready to adjust. It's no different than what happened, you know, like what was as recently as last week with Parker, he got activated on Saturday. We hit, but you know you have to have a contingency plan to be ready for that stuff. So, you know I talk to you guys all the time about that. Just you got to be ready. You know we got to be ready in whatever scenarios come up. We got that's part of our job. Pat, was your was your defense frustrated at all coming off last game where you played very well for most of the game, mm-hmm. but the offense isn't scoring enough points to give you guys a chance? I, I think our defense is upset that we lost the game. That's just, our guys, they go out there and play every down. Um, really, you know, our, our job description and my job, and I say our because I'm part of the defense, is to hold them to less points than, you know, we got to hold them to less points. So I think we're more frustrated. We're frustrated with that, that we lost the game. I mean, doesn't offense come into play? Those guys play hard. They go out there to do their job. Miami was good, you know, it's just we, we it's our job to keep the points down and we, we gotta do a better job of that. Three more. You've had situations into the last two weeks where mm-hmm. in a key spot, uh, Stephen Parker is covering, Dallas Goddard gets a yeah. grass bake up, and then last week Jaron Williams is all of a sudden logging as many snaps as he did. Mm-hmm. What well, I mean, what does it say to you about those guys in the secondary, the fact that you're calling their numbers, mm-hmm. some out of necessity, and they're actually stepping up and making plays. That we have good coaches on our staff. That's what that's what it says to me. Those those guys, you know, Jerome in terms of with the defensive backs, you know, relentless in terms of uh, preparation and getting those guys ready, even when they're not even on the active roster. I mean, what you got to understand is the way we look at the game is we're dealing with a collision sport, right? So there's going to be injuries somehow, some way. So you have to, part of our job description, part of our job requirement is to have guys prepared and the extra meetings they do, whether it's Jerome, Jeremy, Mike, uh, when guys are on practice squad, when we do uh, periods in practice and we call the plays that are going to come up in the game plan, it's all about preparation in terms of that and, have, and being able to see ahead and getting those guys prepared so when these moments come up, because it's not unique to the Giants. That's what's, It's not unique to the Giants. It's not unique to this year. Every year, those young guys are going to have to play at some point during the season, and it's our job to be able to have them prepared and ready to go. So, I mean, I, I, it just tells me we got the right coaches on the staff. You know, they do a good job, you know, where something happens. Okay, can we still call this? Yes, Pat, he's ready. You know, and I think they do a, they do a great job at that. And, I'm, I mean, I'm proud to have these guys on the staff. They do a good job. They help me out a ton, you know. And, I mean, we just got good coaches. We got good coaches on the staff.
What, uh, what makes Rashawn Slater uh, a special offensive lineman? Um, athletic ability, um, combination of that and the strength. And as a young player, you know, it seems like he's getting his. I don't see a lot of mental errors out there. You know, sometimes you try to ID those rookie, those young guys and say, all right, this guy's going to make a mistake. Let's do this. Let's mug up over him. Let's do something to him to affect him. You're not really seeing that. And I mean, again, he went to Northwestern, correct? Yeah. I'm not saying that, you know, again, college doesn't matter. Plus, Northwestern is a safety school anyway. But, um, you know, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. But, um, but, um, but you know, that, that stuff doesn't come into play. But, like, you know, but he, he seems like a smart player. I, I was real impressed with what he's doing on the field. But his toughness, athletic ability, and, you know, I mean, he, he's playing strong right now and, and playing smart. Um, well, what did you attribute the red zone coverage breakdowns to you last week? You know, I mean, like, again, for me, I, you know, I'm second guessing a few of the calls for myself, you know, but like, you know, that happens all the time. I got to stop, you know, sometimes I got to remind myself, stop doing that. It's about execution. Um, I just think we had, you know, they, they had the right play call for when we when we called it. Um, they did a good job. You know, George and those guys do and Flo and those guys do and Eric, they do a good job over there and they made the throws. I mean, two made some good throws, you know, that ball in the corner, you know, Hans was, uh, you know, playing around with the ball a little bit you know you hope sometimes that ball bounces out of there he doesn't get his feet down then the play when I think who was it Ford that came back through 84 right 87 you know like you know you try to pull up the quarterback he makes a good play on the sideline you know we got the third down on that one the second down play before the two minute you know I mean just guy just you know hope that if it comes up this week you know a little better execution have the right call called you know and just um play again but the thing is, you know, like when we're trying to play, try to make them play left-handed, take away their targets and see if those other guys can make plays. I mean, that, the difference this week is, you know, like you got like a lot of weapons. Like you go down in the red area for uh, the Chargers. I mean, the, uh, the quarterback's a problem, scrambling, or he could run in if they want, decide to do that. You got the back who's getting the ball at a high rate, especially down there in the high red, getting the ball at a high rate. Then you got all those targets in the passing game, whether it's the tight ends. I mean, you could throw 82 in there when they get him in the high red and, and go through the middle of the defense and go on verticals. But, you know, you try to make them play left-handed. Sometimes they make the plays. And, you know, there's, there's, a, there's a whole bunch of stuff that goes into play. But, you know, that's part of being a coach. You, second, you, know, you start thinking about all the different scenarios. What could you have called better there, you know? The bottom line is we got to execute, and I'm talking about we, me as a coach, I got to make sure I'm executing the right call, um, and it'll be challenging this week. I mean, we're talking about a good red area offense that has good weapons, so it'll be interesting this week. Hopefully we do a better job. Real quick follow-up. Yep. On, that, on that touchdown where Hollins was juggling, yeah. would you rather see Xavier finish that play there? I, I, there's a whole bunch of stuff that goes into play with that, you know. Um, it was a tough catch, good throw, um, you know. Honestly, probably put more on it on me. I'm like, ah, I could maybe be in this other call. That's just that's why I end up doing so. But you know, our guys they play hard. They um, they play hard. You know, they try to execute what we're asking them to do. And obviously, we all got to do a better job to get the W. So thank God we got another opportunity this week, and we got good weather while we're out here. So.